an ambitious teenager, there are lots of things that I want to do. I mean, I want to start my own podcast, sell things on Society6, write a book. There's like so much that I want to get done and not enough time to do it. I mean, take this week, for example. I have a history essay that I was supposed to write like two hours ago that I haven't even started. And it's not just an essay either. It's part of a research paper, part of a 12-page research paper. One of four that I need to write, not four 12-page research papers, but four mini-papers that will eventually comprise the entirety of the 12-page paper. And, you know, that's really frustrating. It's like... I have to get at least three sources to be able to cite in my paper and from which to gather my information, but, I mean, I'm doing my paper on torture. Torture in ancient human history is the beginning of my paper. Well, beginning of my 12-page research paper. Currently, it's the entirety of my four-page mini-paper. The one that I was supposed to write. The one that I haven't even started. And why have I not started it? Because I was writing. Before that, I was reading. Doing things that I genuinely enjoy. But because I'm stuck not doing enough of what I genuinely enjoy, because I have to do the things that I have to do, like schoolwork, but I'm so stressed about my schoolwork that I put it off and put it off and put it off, I'm caught in between this weird place where it's like, I can't do what I want, and I can't do what I need to do, so instead I just make everyone upset, myself included, and I'm constantly stressed out. But regardless, there are a lot of things that I want to accomplish in the next few years. And a lot of things that I want to do with my life. And there's also a lot of things about all of that that frustrate me. Like, for example, my school does a play every spring. This year's play is A Midsummer's Night Dream. And I was originally going to audition for either the role of Peas Blossom or Mustard Seed. But the way the drama teacher arranged the auditions, those weren't roles that were actually read for. People really only read for leads, and from there she was able to discern, I guess, who should be in what role. But unfortunately, though I know I did an amazing job reading for the part of Helena, I didn't get the role. A friend of mine did. And I'm so, so proud of her for getting this role because, I mean, it's one of the leads, more or less. And it's a rather interesting role, too. You know, you've got Helena, who's in this really toxic relationship, you know, with this, this codependency and this need to always be near um, Demetrius. And it's totally unfair to her, and it's, frankly, it's unfair to Demetrius as well. And it's just not healthy. But that lovesickness, that I need you-ness is intrinsic to the character in the beginning of the story doesn't really change. I mean, she kind of just turns into a petty little brat when Lysander falls in love with her as well. Stupid puck. Um, and it's just, it's frankly, it's quite a mess. But that lovesickness is certainly something that my friend has absolutely never experienced as she is Arrow Ace. I love her two pieces. I mean, 
I myself am demisexual, so, like, I get that, the whole, um, <laughs> I just met you and I don't really like you kind of thing, you know, but obviously that's not what it's like for her. For her, it's more like, let's just be friends, platonic relationships are great, I'm not even romantically attracted to you, in fact, well, that's actually just kind of where the conversation ends. And then she turns back down to her book. And I go back to my book, and we finish ignoring each other. I mean, I say this like I've asked her out. I haven't. Don't ask out your friends, by the way. I mean, if it's like once or twice because you feel like you might have a chance with them, or because you have this burning desire to say, dude, I like, I love you like that, or hun, I like, I love you like that. You know, it doesn't have to be a dude. Half the time when I say dude, I'm not even talking to a dude, you know. But, um, don't, like, do the thing where, like, you repeatedly ask out one friend because they're super cute. Because, trust me on this, that does not end well. Ever. That never ends well. Anyway. She really doesn't have any personal experience to work from in this role. But I guess that's the beauty of acting, is the ability to create a character and to find a way to embody that character even if that character is strikingly different from who you are in real life. And so I'm actually really excited to see what she does with the role. And the drama teachers said that we could cut anything that we didn't feel comfortable with. But like I said, that whole lovesick puppiness and swooning over someone, you know, that's part of who Helena is. Her love for Demetrius, really her obsession with Demetrius that is unhealthy and in no way actual love, it's part of who she is and to take that away from the character would make her not who she is to the same extent so you really can't cut those scenes it's an abridged version anyway so a lot of it has already been cut what's left is kind of the bare bones of it you know it's what you need i think i would have been great for the role i know that i auditioned really well but i got peas blossom a role that I actually signed up for, so I really can't be upset. Don't be jealous of your friends, guys. That's another thing that never ends well. I mean, it might be tempting to bother them about it for a really long time, and to be bitter and sour, but it's better to just take it as a learning experience, and find the good in the situation, and use it to your advantage don't use your friends to your advantage unless it's their advantage as well I suppose but taking what you can possibly learn from a situation and applying it to later situations in life is pretty valuable so and speaking of theater and frustrations I really want a future career in musical theater I want to sing and dance and act on a stage and when people listen to the Broadway cast recordings they swoon at the sound of my glorious voice but unfortunately I can't sing that well and I can't really dance all that well either and I suppose my acting skills are decent they're decent but musical theater isn't just theater where you can get by an acting skill. You gotta be a triple threat, you know? Singing and dancing and, well, acting, but 
I'm really not sure how well I'd be suited to that. And then there's the fact that, you know, you've got them parentals who are like, yo, that's not a great way to go. You know, you're going to end up doing drugs in the back of a back of a theater, you know, right before your show. And frankly, I think that that's really unfair. I mean, not all actors are druggies in the back of a theater, you know. Actually, most of them aren't, because it's kind of hard to dance and sing if you're high. It's not really how it works, Mom. I'm sorry to disappoint. Anyway, I'm writing a book. I just started. It's not very good. It reads more like fan fiction than it does an actual book, but... You know, a beginning is better than an end. Because if I were ending right at the beginning, I wouldn't get anywhere at all. The book is sort of questionable. It's not very good. It's based on some ideas that I've had for a very long time. But I'm starting to think that maybe I should just give up on this and instead write a book of, like, politically correct fairy tales. I'm thinking of turning the story of Rapunzel into a story where Rapunzel, instead of having extraordinarily long hair, is a butch lesbian. And instead of a handsome prince that ends up getting tossed off the tower, well, thinking of making her a femme knight in shining armor, because who says that a girl can't have long, beautiful hair and still wear a suit of armor and go slay dragons on her shining white steed? Stallion. Whatever you want to call it. You know? Goals. And of course, Sleeping Beauty, Rape and Necrophilia. Who doesn't love those things? Most of society and those that actually do love those things are perverts and we don't like perverts because perverts are pervy and that is gross deep insights children i give deep wisdom i am deeply wise and sage i am a deeply wise and sage individual this is the reason that no one is ever gonna buy my books they're gonna listen to my promo promotional materials for my books and or future merchandise, and they're gonna be like, huh, that is an interesting young woman. Let's not buy her stuff. You know, I also kind of want to open, open a bakery because I like to bake, I like sweets. I really, really like sweets. I have a problematic sweet tooth, but I'm not entirely sure that it'd be worth it because A, opening a restaurant of any sort, whether it be a cafe or a bakery, or like an actual restaurant, would be a rather expensive endeavor because first you have to pay for the space, you have to pay for the cooking materials and the ingredients, you have to actually know how to cook, you might need some backup chefs, you need furniture if you're gonna have like a sit-down kind of thing, you have to have a way to decorate it, obviously these this day and age you need advertising, and there's just a lot that goes into it. So I think I would rather just have an art tumbler where I occasionally post bad poetry, you know? And maybe eventually I can manage to get some actual followers. And even if I don't, it's fun. 
I like posting my art and thinking that maybe one day someone's gonna look at it. It's not very good art and it's not very good poetry. I love art. I'm not that great at it. I'm not bad at it. I'm not bad at it. I'm pretty good. I have some natural ability. I have the ability to be mediocre at anything that I set my mind to. Sometimes more than mediocre, but then I have to actually work at it. If I don't work at it, I can just be mediocre. Something that I work at a lot is reading, which is why I've been reading at over a college level since I was in third grade. I'm sorry, that was like very braggish. Children, do not brag about your accomplishments to the entirety of the known world or the entirety of the known world will stop liking you. Say this from experience. Just like I said, don't ask out all your friends from experience. It doesn't, doesn't work. All right, I haven't asked out all of my friends, but every time that I've gotten romantically involved with, some, with someone that I was friends with, things kind of just fall apart. Not because I was friends with them, Actually, things would have gone a lot worse, or I probably wouldn't have been in the situation at all if I hadn't been friends with them. <laughs> Being demisexual, gotta have that emotional connection. Yes. I don't develop attraction to people unless I have a deep emotional connection. And no, shockingly, that's not just how regular human sexuality works. You look at someone, you see their abs, and you're like, ooh, I want them. I look at someone, I see their abs, and I'm like, ooh, I want those abs, but I don't want to be with those abs, I just want to have those abs. Like, I want my abdominal muscles to look like their abdominal muscles. Because right now, I just look like I'm pregnant. And that's okay. There's absolutely nothing wrong with that. I love my body. I love cheese. Cheese is part of who I am to- it's part of the reason why I am the person that I am. Because I'm pretty sure that all of the fat and other things that are in cheese are what contributed to my glorious thighs. And I love my thighs. They are some thick thighs. You know, thick thighs save lives. So, probably saved my lives, like, lives? Yes, I have multiple lives. I am a cat. I have nine lives. Meow. Back to the matter at hand. You look at someone's abs, presumably. If you are not, you know, ace or demi or something along those lines, typically you look at someone and you're like, oh, you're cute. Let's make out in the backseat of my car. Such a disturbing statement to make. See, I look at someone who's cute and I'm like, oh, you're cute, bye. I really could not care less. Looks just aren't what's important for me when it comes to relationships. But regardless, the reason that most of my relationships with my friends did not work out was not because we were friends, as I insinuated by saying that, hey, don't date your friends, it never works out, but rather because the people that I chose to involve myself with were often not in the healthiest places mentally and because I'm the kind of person that tends to put 
ultimately tends to put the needs of my friends before my own. Even if when it comes to more petty manners, I can sometimes be a little more me, 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 me. Um, when it comes down to it, I really just want my friends to be happy. Even if it means laying in bed and sobbing for hours, which unfortunately has happened because I chose to romantically involve myself with someone who was not ready to be romantically involved with anyone. Um, <laughs> happens, has happened way too many times. And every time that friendship ended falling apart. So just to avoid that, <laughs> don't ask out your friends, children. Unless something is already there that would indicate that such a relationship could work, and you know that both of you could handle a relationship of any sort that wasn't completely 100% non-romantic and platonic. Advice. I give that. Anyway, life can sometimes be difficult. A lot of us, I think, have goals that we want to reach. I obviously do. You know, being on Broadway eventually, at least designing sets or working in the wardrobe department. I want to create stories, whether that be through a fantasy podcast that I have yet to start with my friends, haven't even begun the script, even though we've agreed that we're going to do it. We've barely made it through the brainstorming stage. Um, or having an art tumbler, even though I'm not the greatest at art. Or maybe being a musician one day. I want to create stories. And I'm sure a lot of you guys have things that you want to do, people that you want to see, things that you want to accomplish. And ultimately, I think cliche advice here, I know, but your biggest obstacle is usually yourself. Sometimes there are other obstacles, such as things related to your economic current economic stability or lack thereof, or things to do with your family, your friends, your relationships. There are a lot of reasons that you might not be able to pursue your goals. I would know there are many reasons why I am not currently pursuing my goal of sleeping, but... Ultimately, if you want to get to where you want to be, you have to take yourself there. No one else can do it for you. I wish sometimes that there were more hours in the day, but you can always just borrow some hours from the night time and not sleep, go to bed until 3 in the morning. That's always fun too. So, bye! And now, because I feel like I should treat you all... I will sing to you a verse from one of my original songs just so I can prove to you the fact that um, my musical theater career will probably never happen. Morning whispers at midnight silence Eyes cast downward constant lines One day all at last be gone for now I sit here and sing my song 
Each day I lose, I beg more peace, but no matter what, I'm standing here. I'm breaking, trying to break free, shattering piece by piece. I usually pitch it a little higher. My mistake. Bye! Slowly sinks face into blanket. Welcome. Bum bum.